Hey there, my name is Paul and this is Out of Neutral, a weekly tune-up where we look to the Bible to get in gear and follow Jesus into the life he came to make possible. Today I want to talk about when a good thing becomes a bad thing and how you can tell. Tim, Tim Keller recounts the personal impact of the 2008 financial crisis on many of the people that were at the center of it. The acting chief financial officer of the Federal Home Loan Mortgage Corporation, Freddie Mac, hanged himself in his basement. The chief executive of Sheldon Good, a leading U.S. real estate auction firm, shot himself while sitting in his red Jaguar. A French money manager for many of Europe's royal families slid his wrists after losing $1.4 billion in Bernard Madoff's Ponzi scheme. Each of these individuals was likely hardworking and well-educated. They were probably personable and sincere. If you had lunch with one of them, you'd probably be impressed with their charm and conclude they were good people. So what was wrong? What would cause seemingly good, well-adjusted people to take their lives following an economic collapse that none of them could have prevented or avoided? Keller's conclusion is that they had let a good thing become the ultimate thing in their lives. Whether it was their work or their reputation or their success or their money, we don't ultimately know. But somewhere along the line, something had taken the priority that God was intended to have in all of our lives. The Bible calls that idolatry. It happens whenever we treat something, even a good thing, the way that only God is to be treated. It becomes our idol. It's like a counterfeit God. We're worshiping it in the hopes that it'll save us. The book Counterfeit Gods offers a number of areas to question in order to discern where your idols might lie. The first is this. When you're alone, where do your thoughts most often turn to for joy and comfort? We all have hopes and dreams. But when we put our hopes on something other than what God has promised, it can become an idol. Maybe it's a path for your career, your vision for your family. Maybe it's a certain status or level of prosperity. When something other than God becomes our main source of satisfaction, we're nurturing an idol, and idols always disappoint. Second, what do your finances reveal about what you really treasure? In Matthew 6.21, Jesus said, Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. His point was that our money and how we spend it shows what we value and what takes priority in our lives. Does your bank statement reflect how important God and his values are to you? Or does it show that something else has captured your real loyalty? Third, what do your emotions reveal about what's most important to you? Emotions can often provide an important window into our souls. Is there something that makes you blow up or shut down? Is there an area where you won't take no for an answer? The way Justin Buzzard phrases this is by asking what your greatest nightmare is or what you fear the most. If your greatest nightmare is uncertainty, your idol is probably control. If your greatest nightmare is rejection, you may, maybe have made an idol of people's approval. If your greatest nightmare is people's demands, maybe comfort might be your idol. Repentance is the process of simply trading your idol for the living God. It's replacing counterfeit worship with true worship. Keller includes the story of a man named Bill who had also lost big in the 2008 financial crisis. Like the other people I mentioned, 
he lost an enormous amount of money. He was hit with a sense of failure for not having anticipated what happened. And starting over was a monumental task for him. But three years before the financial crisis, he'd stopped treating money as his God, and it made all the difference. He said, if this economic meltdown had happened more than three years ago, well, I don't know what I would have, how I would have faced it, how I would have even kept going. Today, I can tell you honestly, I've never been happier in my life. Don't turn a good thing into an ultimate thing. A life lived for an idol, whatever it is, will always disappoint. It's only as we replace our idols with the true God that we experience him as refuge, rock, and savior. Look to him today. That's all for this time. If today's video has helped you get out of neutral. Leave a comment, share it with your friends, and subscribe to join us on the journey.